Welcome to the Valley Church. Our mission is to see changed lives, and we hope this relevant teaching inspires you to take the next step in your journey. Thanks for checking out the podcast and enjoy the message. Good morning. For those of you I haven't got uh, to meet personally, I'm Shelly Rittenhouse. I'm the worship arts director here at the Valley Church, and this is my husband, Chris. Um, and we're opening up this new series of faves. Um, and I couldn't do that without adding a little extra worship music this week because it really, truly is um, just my favorite way to come before the Father. Speaking of faves and coming off of summer, did you have a favorite memory maybe that you were able to make with your family this summer? Maybe a, maybe a trip or just an experience you had? How about even sometimes do you have those places or those trips or those memories where you kind of had an unexpected, really great time, right? Like it wasn't something maybe you planned out, but because of someone that was there or a moment that was had or a turn of events, maybe it went from being something that maybe would have been an average time to something that you like always hold on and treasure. Anybody else have any moments like that? Today's, today's scripture kind of comes from a moment like that in our life. Um, Chris and I have spent about 10, 10 years together, and we've had a lot, of, a lot of ups and downs and a lot of things that we've went to the Lord in prayer for. Um, you know, health, jobs, moving homes. Um, but we had a season where a verse found us, um, and it was a little bit of a different season. You see, after having our oldest daughter, Myla, um, we spent several years in hopes that we might uh, give her a sibling. Uh, and after a series of doctor's appointments that lasted about a year, we just found out that that um, may not be something that would happen for our family. Um, and that actually our only option to pursue an, genetically another child would be through the process of IVF. And um, I know we've shared our story about that season before, so today's, today's not necessarily about that. Um, but it really was upon receiving this news um, that our hearts were completely broken and our minds were pretty confused. Chris and I felt pretty strongly um, in two very different ways. But instead of going into like a decision-making mode or just throwing our hands up, um, we decided to agree to a disagree <laughs> and find an evening that week where we could just pray um, and look to Jesus. Yeah, I, I remember that uh, night pretty vividly. Um, we were just talking through our situation. Um, we just we just took our situation to God, and we just prayed over it. We prayed over, you know, our options that we had. Um, we just discussed, you know, even the possibility of, of IVF and what that looked like, and if if it was something that we could even do financially, if it was something that we could do spiritually, emotionally, and even for her physically, um, and we just we were just lost and we were just helpless at that point, and we just we just sat there in silence and just prayed with each other over it. Um, we weren't necessarily looking for a, a direct answer from God at that point. It seems like that probably didn't exist, at least in our minds, um, with all the questions that we had, whether it be like why us or like why can't we do this or you know like. Any of, those, any of those questions that we had, it wasn't like we were looking for a direct answer. 
we were just really just seeking God. And uh, I just came across this verse I'd like to share. It's on the screen behind us. Uh, we're in James 1, 5. It says, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God, and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. And just as I, as I read that, I had to like stop in my tracks and just reread it and just, I lost it first service and I, <laughs> I'm going to lose it this service, but I just like a, an overwhelming feeling just came across and it. <clears throat> and I just looked at him because I could tell he was experiencing something as he read. And I, I at first was shook up because I was like, what's, what's wrong? Um, and then as I came close to him, um, he read the scripture and it was um, the sense of a Holy Spirit like we've never, ever felt before. And um, you just looked at me and you said, what, it's okay. It's going to be, yeah. it's going to be okay. Yeah, we just, I mean, just, just knowing if it was okay and God, if it was God's will, if it was okay by him. And I just had this sense of the Holy Spirit come over me. And it was, it was tangible. It was him saying, it's okay. You see, we had a lot of fears, um, and we didn't want to force anything down a path that God hadn't ordained for us. And so we were just bringing that to him, and in that moment, in James 1.5, it doesn't say, oh, yes, Shelly, you should go right or you should go left. But as we sought that, and he said, I will give you wisdom. Upon that experience, the Holy Spirit met us there that evening, and um, he gave us the confirmation that we needed in feeling that it was okay and to feeling that overwhelming, that peace that truly surpasses understanding. And um, that's why I really wanted Chris to come up here and share this favorite of ours with me because it was a moment that we experienced together and it changed our lives forever. Um, because we don't ever forget this passage, not because we just have it memorized and hidden in our heart. That, that too, it is hidden in our heart, but it's because of what God did in that moment. The Spirit did in that moment. And we left that evening having no idea what we were facing um, when it came to our, the, the process of IVF. Um, but we went to bed with an overwhelming peace knowing that whatever we were facing, God had affirmed our way.
No sharks. Come on, don't touch the bottom. You can do it. Use your scoopers. Use your scoopers. You can do it, you can do it. How many dolphins are here now? How many dolphins are there now? There she is. There's so, so much more to our story. Um, and Chris and I would love to come beside you if that if that is a rose that you are facing. Um, because God is faithful. Um, and there, like as I went this week, I was trying to spend time preparing for, for today. And there was an evening and Ren and I were at home alone and she was like, Mommy, I really want to go practice swimming. And I was like, oh, I was really going to use this time to kind of get ready for Sunday. And, uh, you know, I mean, look at her. She just she just pulled me. So I said, OK, I'll take you to the pool, Ren. Um, and as I watched her practice swimming, God really just spoke to my heart. And as I watched her swim and as Ask, the shark's question was not posed, okay? <laughs> but it really reminded me of myself. And it really reminded me of my faith journey. And I'm just so thankful for a God that I can ask ridiculous questions to, you know? After he gave us that confirmation, you would think that would have been enough. But through that process and so many other life situations, I, I know I've gone to God and said, you know, what, why? But what I love about that video is that she she struggles to learn how to kind of get rhythm, right? She doesn't quite have the rhythm of her hands and her feet kicking. Her eyes are always on me, even underwater, I feel like. Her eyes were always on me, and I could remember it saying, you know, kick a little bit harder, Ren. Make sure you use your scoopers. And I feel like that's just how Jesus has worked in our life, is that as we kept our eyes on him, he would continue to encourage us and he would continue to give us that wisdom as we asked. And he would continue to remind us of what we needed to hear, whether it was through us studying our scripture. I'm telling you, sometimes it was just a hug from the right person when I needed it or a text of encouragement um, from another believer. Honestly, sometimes that peace that we felt that night, we had similar circumstances where we were driving in the car to one of those appointments and we did just feel a peace. And I just knew there were people praying around us as we went. So, you know, sometimes you don't know what you need, right? You're still learning how to swim. But as long as we keep our eyes on God, he promises not to laugh at our questions. He doesn't say, well, if you're being good enough today, Shelly, I'll speak some wisdom for you. He is all we need. And he knows our hearts. And all we need to do is ask. Clearing 
Thank you, God. There are so many people in this world, Lord, that either don't know you or have completely turned their back on you, God. We are so, so blessed to be able to be in your presence and know we have that rock and that foundation to stand on. And Lord, I pray for those that may feel like they're drowning, maybe they feel like they're in the dark, Lord, just that they would just look up and turn their eyes to Jesus who's just waiting, waiting and knowing that he's got them. Lord, I just pray for that. I pray over every person in this building, every person watching online, Lord, that they would just turn their eyes to Jesus. In your name, amen. Amen. You see, when you start at the beginning of James, right, that was James 1.5, but it doesn't just start with giving wisdom. If you look back into verse 2, it says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, that whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know the testing of your faith produces perseverance, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete and not lacking anything. You see, our journey after that, that confirmation from God, that peace, that path, it wasn't easy. You see, even after he, he gave us that peace of knowing it's okay, walk in this direction, that's not where it ended. You know, if you know our story, we lost our first IVF cycle. All of our viable embryos were gone. We grieved. We grieved hard and heavy. We went through financial stress. I even remember going to God in in that darkness and and looking at him and saying, why? Those ridiculous questions, right? Why, God, did you give us such a peace that surpassed understanding? I thought thought you said this was the way to go. Why, Why did it end up this way? But you see, we just kept turning our gaze, not to the right or left, but when we, when we would get distracted with those questions, we'd go back to him. 
And just as I would encourage Ren, I feel like God did rally our hearts. And miracle after miracle, he worked in our lives. And he met, met those needs that we had right when we need them. A friend I have was talking to me a few weeks ago. And she used to work on the patrol, uh, t- turtle patrol on the East Shore beaches. Um, and she, her job would be going up and down the shores of the coast early in the morning um, and looking for loggerhead sea turtle nests. And I found so many things absolutely fascinating about that life cycle. I will not bore them with you today, but, but did you know that the, as babies, they actually travel from, from the United States East Coast all the way to Africa where they mature. And then when it's time for them to lay their egg, they swim all the way back to the East Coast of the United States. And not just to the East Coast, because that journey is impressive enough, but they go back to the exact location where they were born. The exact beach, sometimes to an exact spot. And then this next part of the story just spoke to me in such a spiritual way. But when the turtle goes up the shore, it doesn't just hang out on the side of the water to lay its, lay its egg. It goes all the way across the beach to the dunes. It lays that egg in the dune and then the mom leaves. When that egg hatches, there are hundreds of these cute little baby sea turtles that hatch. And as soon as they hatch, they start a journey. And that journey is from where they were born to the shores of the ocean. These, sh- these turtles, when they're born, they have a really, really soft shell. So you'd think that they are these tough guys, but they're really not, all right? They are susceptible to ghost crabs that can get them, or seagulls, foxes. There are dogs or tourists like myself that actually endanger these turtles in their journey. And this friend was sharing with me that a lot of times when they're on the beach, people will see these little tiny cute turtles and they're going to be, be climbing, you know, there's little tiny walk that they have with their feet towards the ocean. And sometimes tourists will come up and be like, let me help you. And so they'll pick those turtles up and they'll take them over to the ocean on the shore and put them in the water. And if you watch those turtles, they'll start swimming out. But when they face the tide and the waves, they start getting beat up. They get beat up and beat up and beat up until they get washed back to shore. What I feel like is so much like what James was saying in this passage is just like in James 1, those turtles, those baby turtles need the journey across the sand to the water. You see, with each little step that they make, each little turtle step they make across the sand, they're building strength that they need so that when they get to the ocean, their muscles are developed enough to give them the strength to, to beat the tide and get to the water and get past the current and go live. And I thought, wow. That reminds me so much of how we just need to persevere, right? There's all these things that maybe come flying down at us. And sometimes maybe your prayer is like mine. And it's just like, 
I don't want to do this, God. I don't want to be in this situation. I don't want to have to seek wisdom or go through this. But Lord, if you could just pick me up and carry me to the other side, that would be great, right? But see, just like that little turtle, I need those muscles. God is developing us and growing our character and growing our strength because he knows the journey he has ahead of us, right? He has great plans for our life, and he knew that when he knitted us together, just when those sea turtles were born, when we were born with such a purpose. He knew what we would need for such a time as this. And he didn't promise to give it all to us at one time. And he didn't promise us that he wouldn't face, we wouldn't face trials. But he promised that he would be with us. He promised that he would be Jehovah Jireh. And that when we needed him, when we would look to him, he would give us wisdom. He would give us strength. He would give us financial blessing. He would give us relationships right when we needed them. As we continue just to worship this morning, I just challenge you to think of yourself. Maybe you feel, some people at the second service said, I feel like I'm that turtle. I feel like I'm making that haul. Some people said, I feel like I was that turtle that's caught in the waves and I can't get out of the waves. I might not have a message that tells you turn right or turn left today, but I have a message that said, God promises you. Just like he gave us wisdom, he promises to give us wisdom when we turn our eyes to him. Thanks for joining us today. To stay up to date with our weekly messages, make sure to subscribe and follow us on social media. You can check us out on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or download our app to stay connected with all things the Valley. And if today's message impacted you, share it with a friend, because changed lives change lives.